This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be (laughs) chatting about beauty, life, Weird shit about being in your 30s and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun and we We have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So let's jump into the show. Hey guys. Hey, it's Elizabeth and Alex. And welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. So today we have a really cool episode. I'm really excited about this because it's definitely different from anything that we've ever done, but I think it was, uh, let me just tell you about it. Okay, so (laughs) we have our friend Vanessa Bartlett on the show, and Vanessa is a psychic, and she's a medium, she's a tarot reader, she does astrology, and she's also an occult enthusiast. And I met Vanessa years ago, we used to work together back in the day when I was working as a bartender, and I knew that she had um, started this new business as you know, sort of a spiritualist and um, and what I thought was an astrologer, but she's just an astrology enthusiast. And I thought that it'd be really fun to have her on the show to just talk all things spirituality. And the conversation just took off. It evolved. To, it evolved. Alex and I, first of all, were in a trance. Yeah. At the end, I was like, whoa. Yes. And she's very knowledgeable on all of these topics, by the way. Yes, 100%. And it's just something that I have honestly no not even a smidgen of expertise, knowledge, nothing about. So it was really a great episode for me to just sit back and learn and just yeah, listen. Same. Which has, these two. It was awesome. If you're into any of this shit, oh, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. And I just have to say that, like, before we even taped this episode, Alex and I went to the bank and we couldn't shut the fuck up. So the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> and taping this for like two hours, we were just, just dumbstruck. 
Yeah. I think that says a lot about what Vanessa has to say. Just mm-hmm. really, really interesting um, topics for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything else we can gush about? You just got to listen. Guys, just sit back and listen. So here's our conversation with our friend, psychic, medium, spiritualist, astrologer, and occult enthusiast, Vanessa Bartlett. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bartlett, and I am uh, I, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, I'm a tarot reader, I'm, I'm an uh, astrology enthusiast, I am a symbology enthusiast, a goddess enthusiast, like, I mean, anything that's just, like, not spoken, I'm an enthusiast about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. Witchy shit. Yeah. Yeah, witchy shit. <laughs> witchy shit. Witchy shit. I mean, witch. oh, well, we'll get into it if you want to talk about witchy shit, but, like, witchy shit is more tangible sometimes mm. um where you yeah like you see kitchen witch or you know spells or things like that like mm. that's using the earth and like touch it and, and i i started out that way when i was really young but now it's much more of a mental artist and there are witches who also are mental artists but it's um a little bit more difficult because associations you know so if you yeah. you really want to amplify something you put an association in front of you and you use things you know oh. physically All so right. yeah yeah. Okay. I know. It's like took a turn. <laughs> well, no, not at all. But let's start at the I beginning. I like that explanation. Then, because yeah. yes, I. So, um, for the listeners out there, I know you from another life when we were both <laughs> when we were both cocktail waitresses. But I and we just like got along swimmingly because like mm-hmm. I think brown girls were just like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you over there swimmingly. Like, I know, right? You, you, me, you, great. That was it. But. <laughs> I love, so I don't know this part about your life, but I've right. come to know a little bit more about it through like Instagram and through your business, The Aquarian and all these things. So if you don't mind just like taking us yeah. through like how this just, I mean, I guess wherever you want to start your journey. Yeah, I want to hear it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually it's funny. Um, I met you, Elizabeth, when I started <laughs> opening up about it. Okay. I have experienced it since I can remember. Um, since maybe five, six is probably my first memories of experience this, experiencing this kind of stuff. But I, I, nobody in my family did it or mm-hmm. does it. And it's not, it's not that it's unacceptable. It's just, just it was unthinkable. It just wasn't something that I ever would have imagined would be possible for me to pursue in some kind of um, way besides just enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know how much I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Because it yeah. is a, it's a path, you know, like, you, you know, this like opening a business and being like, one with what you love and then create and, and then making it something that's um, monetarily based makes yes. it different. Yes. You know, like, totally. it's just different. Yeah. yeah. So when I met you, I, I had just started dating my uh, now ex and he I had done a psychic reading for his god sister and he got so um I mean, he was just so, imp- I guess, impressed or surprised by mm-hmm. how much I knew without knowing her and how, and how much she had actually just gone to a psychic. And she was like, that's almost exactly what this other person told me. And mm-hmm. so I was like picking up on the same stuff. And he was like, you got to start doing this. Wow. And oh. I was like, oh, no, wait, what? <laughs> that wasn't what this was about. I just, and, and the other issue was, is that I didn't know how to allow myself to do it sober. Ah. Yeah. So I, uh, not that I can, I mean, I obviously can do it sober, but it's a very nerve wracking experience to have so much internal um, life happening and then mm. translating it to someone, especially when it's vulnerable things, uh, when it's things that they haven't talked to other people about or yeah. things that, uh, yeah, a lot of people end up opening up to me about things that they haven't told a therapist and they've been going to a therapist for 10 years. They'll tell me in an hour, right? you know, because it's like a roll of the dice of, of sort of like vulnerability with somebody, especially when somebody is able to tell you things 
that, that they wouldn't know, right. you know? So they just, there's, yeah, like this bridge is kind of built and everything kind of dissolves and you start to trust a person very quickly. Right. So wow. yeah, with things like that, it's really difficult to do that sober unless you're really owning it mm-hmm. and you're owning that side of you. And at that time I was acting, you saw me at the peak of my acting career. Like right. that's why I could back away from cocktail waitressing because I was making so much money with acting. Mm-hmm. So it was this huge conflict mm-hmm. that happened in that year of, um, you know, for the first time I'm dating somebody or, or with somebody that, that can consistently, you know, applaud my efforts or affirm me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also having a, another career that I've chased for so long hit a really high note. And so that was like mm-hmm. really the first time that I've had, to, I had to like really go with my heart because that's, you know, either direction technically in life, most choices that you make, if not all choice you're going to regret something about the choice it doesn't matter which way you go yeah, you know totally. like, it doesn't matter right. yeah right because you're saying no to something so you can say yes to something else exactly yes. and and also it's just like when you you know this again like what i'm saying about opening a business it's like you not opening one or opening one both would have had their regrets but yes. your heart was saying okay but i i would rather the regrets of opening one yes and having those that responsibility of that than not knowing what that was like totally you know yeah. so yeah yeah so that was that moment for me and just to like skip backwards so yes, I have been, I started putting spells together when I was like six, seven, I'd go out and get dirt and I'd write po- uh, poems that were spells. I was the kid who would get everybody to do the seances. Oh my God. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I got in trouble. Yeah. Oh my God. I got That's in like trouble time. in school. You got in trouble for that? In like third grade, we used to have what was called X period, which was just kind of like a free time period not recess, but it was on Fridays. Yes. And I remember I told all my friends like, oh, next um, Friday we're, I'm bringing my Ouija board for X period. I was eight. So like, I didn't know that wasn't appropriate. <laughs> well, everything was, everything and I got in trouble. Yeah. Open portals in your <laughs> elementary school. Right. Like I, I was trying to like fuck with my f- school friends, but like turning off and on the light. Yeah. And I think that was when I realized that it was like weird that I was into these things. Like up until Uh that point, I thought it was just like fun thing that I was interested in. Yeah. And that's kind of pop culture also. It was like the craft. Yeah, totally. And it's like, yeah, it was cool to be a witch. Comics, things like that. Or it's cool to be weird. It was cool. Or you felt okay being a teenage witch. Yeah. 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 But anyway, keep going. I just had to throw that in. Yeah. Were you doing it more so like at that time? Okay. So she and I are watching TV and we're like, this is kind of cool but for you was it more of like you felt something internally like telling you to to Mm -hmm. write poems in the dirt I (laughs) (laughs) I heard how that sounded I didn't want to be condescending I didn't mean it like that I didn't didn't write poems in the dirt but I wish I had written the poem in the dirt now I'm like what kind of a witch was I I just like typed it out like I used the dirt, Elizabeth. I used the dirt. And then I I was like, did I hear it wrong? She wrote these poems out in the fucking dirt. That's that's scary. Fire to the words that I wrote. I was like, that was just like her intuition. I mean I'm picturing it. Amazing. Well, it's funny. Um I don't I I'm I'm mixed. Mm -hmm. And so most of my life has kind of been identityless. And uh, also because there's a lot of other things that about my parents that are very different than, say, gender roles or, you know, um, societal roles or just like beyond just being black and white. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, when I was doing things like that, it it was never it never occurred to me that something was talking to me. Mm. It was who I am. And I don't think I realized that until recently because, you know, you think you can just get rid of it. Like you think you can just, you know, it's like, it's something that you like. And then, you know, one day you grow out of it. And I remember, um, 
I didn't really actually experience much until college uh, because my my home life was really chaotic. Mm. And um, about 16, my parents divorced. And so I just, I, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to feel um, like somewhere someone liked me. My parents were just really dealing with a, a, a lot of their own issues that you know, it spills over onto you. Mm-hmm. And so I really pursued acting at that time because I was a part of a community. I could blend in and stand out. I could feel like, you know, somebody had something for me rather than me having to always come up with something and going up against forces that just weren't there to support me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I never really thought about it until I got to college. I mean, I would do, like you said, Alex, like I would do like little things like Ouija board stuff and like stuff like that. But when I got to college is when, um, I sought out people for that. Mm. And I was like, who likes this? And I had already, I'd stolen a tarot deck when I was 12. I still have it, you know, like, <laughs> I've done all that stuff. And I was like, I was like, I have a tarot deck. And I was like, oh, oh my God, you guys don't, I don't know if you guys know Biddy Tarot. I don't know if you have tarot mm. cards or anything, but no, I, no I just have like the, um, whatchamacallit deck, like the, the Oracle, the, um, the like basic one. Oh yeah. The writer weight. Yeah. 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 So you have a tarot deck. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's an original tarot, uh, I guess, describer or whatever, or like a person who like went through and like came up with, you know, real descriptions. Her name is Biddy and and I'm not advertising whatsoever because she's huge now, but like, I was like, it was like before, like, I think it took her like 10 years to get huge. And like, right when she started, I was already like learning like the little tarot cards and stuff. Yeah, I love it. And I'm like, alongside my scripts and I'm like, you know, trying to, at that time I was trying to figure out which one I wanted. And then I had an experience that um, turned out it was a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a demonic experience. Oh. Yeah. And that shut everything Wait, off for wow. like 10 years. I need years. to know more. Yeah. Wait, you're giggling. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you can talk about it, right? Since you're laughing. Because <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, it's just like, it happened when I was so 18, 20, and it was so crazy that it was, it just feels like a world away from me. Uh-huh. But it's just like, and to say, I mean, I've, I've, it's so easy to say now, but like back at, the, at that time, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. So it's like, I can laugh about it now. <laughs> like, right. It sucked. Oh but, well, but too, it's like, how yeah. are you learning all of this? Because this is pre-internet. So you're like just going to the library and like finding books or going to your bookstore. And this is so, this is yeah. so like, I mean, the, every anybody can learn anything right now, right? But ex- especially what you're saying is like, yeah, I was the first, one of the first people to pick up this deck of cards as this woman is making it. And kind of like going through the process or the evolution, it kind of seems yeah. like, like in tangent with it. So how did you yeah. like go about figuring all of this out? It sounds very yeah. cool, but it's not, I mean, girl, you just said you had a demon. It sounds scary. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's and, a lot. It's yeah. A lot. It's a lot. Um, I, I just, again, like I have to go back to like, it's who I am. Mm. And so I don't, I don't really remember seeking it out. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I sought it out. Um, but it just never felt like I was trying to evolve with it. Mm. You know, it never felt like I was trying to necessarily get better than I was because I didn't know what that meant. You know, right. like, I don't know what that means. Like, I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to, to, to like be active with it. And right. so I had gotten this Aquarian deck a long time ago and then Biddy had opened up and I was like, okay, well, let's just like look at the definitions and then I'd want to read. And then, then what happened was I started um, asking people to hold their hands if I could hold their hand. And I had this idea that ended up working. Um, and I actually saw it later, like years later in an exercise book. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> it's crazy that I started out this way. But if I can <laughs> hold your hand, I imagine your heart chakra. And I imagine uh, I imagined a, an energy going from your heart chakra to your shoulder, down your arm, and into my hand until I could start feeling like a buzzing in my hand. And then I would let it go up into my heart, and I would tell you how you were feeling. Wow. And that's how I started doing that. And people were very uh, surprised at... Yeah 
yeah, how, how, what I knew. Um, but I, I wasn't yet able to let my vision go because I was very scared of my vision. Cause I grew up in an academic home. I grew up in an academic home and a, and a musician's home, mm-hmm. but nobody was like real visual, like visual with things, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it was very like very, you know, scientific, yes. um, come or, or you were more instinctual, right. you know, it was, it was not as, as it wasn't as watery. It was, um, Leo energy, you know, like it was like performer energy okay. or academic energy. Yes. So I couldn't stop mm, yes. and explore because okay. it wasn't allowed in my system. Mm-hmm. So me doing that was like me trying to just sort of figure out what I could do. Mm. What is it that I'm able to do? Why mm. can't I stop thinking about it? Mm-hmm. I, I would come up with new ways of, of uh, uh, you know, um, I guess seeing your aura or, or really feeling your aura, mm-hmm. right? So when that experience happened, it was a it was a physical experience. Something was scratching on my walls and tapping on my walls, mm-hmm. and um, they would have these long scratches. So it wasn't like these little mice scratches; these long scratches, and I'd hear on the other side of the wall. And it kept going, kept going. And then finally I, I, I cleared the space and I was able to let it go, but I've never, I, I've never let something that close to me before. That's so yeah. 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 It's real stuff. I mean, it's real. Like it's, it's real. Like it's very real. It's really real. Yeah. It was very scary. I mean, yeah. that's why I shut down. You said? Yeah. Yeah. It was 1920. Oh. Yeah. That's why I shut down. Yeah. That's why I, um, I did your like close friends too, know but, yeah, exactly. about stuff? Um, I had a couple, oh, well, actually the year before, I'm such, the year before I even went to this college, the year before I had sought out all of, I went to a different college and I sought out all of the psychic occult people. Mm -hmm. And so I happened to call them after I went to this other college and I asked them, what should I do? Is there something I can do? How can we make this stop? And then one of them was like, listen, maybe you need to do like a ritual or maybe you need to like push out light or like things like that. So that's what ended up being able to stop all of it, Mm -hmm. which was like nice to know I can stop it. You know, it it really is like, um, if you see them, they see you. And if you don't know how to stop doing that, if you don't know how to stop seeing them, it just amplifies because that's anxiety, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's just life. Mm -hmm. Things, things amplify if you keep giving it your energy or if you keep saying, well, I don't know why they're here. It's like, I had to just say, you're not here. Mm -hmm. And then it did all go away. But I thought if I reopened it would all just start coming and I wouldn't be able to control it or I wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. So I started developing a drinking problem. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is so interesting, man. Yeah. I want to, I really was excited to do this because I did want to offer people at a perspective that's not based in, um, certainty mm-hmm. and I don't have anybody in my family that that you know could hold me by the hand and say you know these are the right things these are the, the things that can maybe you know trip you up right um I had to really figure out a lot of it on my own and not even to say that that like even if I went to a mentor or a teacher over the years I would keep visiting people or I'd keep trying but I just couldn't let myself go again or mm. the person would walk away from me you know, so it was always this, this, I know now that I needed to figure it out on my own because that gave me the most freedom mm-hmm. of how I do it. But it was a very lonely 10 years yeah. of not being able to really be myself. And, I can um, imagine. Yeah. yeah, it was, I, I do liken it to almost like sort of sexual orientation or, you know, just that sort of feeling of like, this is just really, really a part of me mm-hmm. that needs to get shut off because people don't understand it. And I don't know how to explain it. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so then what I would do is I would get drunk <laughs> and I'd be at a bar or somebody's party or something. And, um, 
I'd just start reading people because I'd feel safe. I'd feel free to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd, I would read their dead loved ones. Um, I'd know their nicknames. I'd know, you know, what happened as a child. I'd know that the, tra- the trauma point. I'd know, you know, I mean, it's just like it's so much information that you can be given about someone that it, you really do need to learn how to balance it in yourself because that person may not be ready to hear things. Mm-hmm. That person, uh, you know, especially if it's free, that person doesn't really know what they're getting themselves into mm-hmm. with something. If I'm just sitting there in the middle of a bar and what if I illuminated something for you that was just too soon for you, right. you know, and I do, I mean, I do believe in divine timing, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't like being attached to people very closely because it is, I'm an introvert and it is draining. Mm-hmm. So I would start to pick up people that wouldn't want to leave me alone. They'd want readings all the time or they'd want certain things. And I just, would start backing off and becoming more and more reclusive. Mm-hmm. I'd drink more. I, I would get into toxic relationships. Anything to keep my mind off of psychic senses, right. I would do. Wow. That sounds so exhausting. And it is. Right? It was. <laughs> yes. Like, it was. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then when, so then what made you decide to get sober? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm not wholly sober, but <laughs> well, what, what, what made you realize, I guess, maybe that it was a problem and right. that you were ready, as you said, like you were ready. You wanted to, to be able to do this. Yes, exactly. Well, well I mean, to be honest, this is really, this is going to be funny. Um, I went from drinking alcohol to smoking weed. Mm. So now, and, and even now I'm having another uh, transformation where that's starting to taper off, mm-hmm. uh, but I needed to move it from a, uh, a, um, something that kind of, kind of sucked my energy to something that allowed my mind to open up mm-hmm. yes. and to question, yes. right? Yeah. So not until I was about 29, what's that? Saturn return. <laughs> mm, <laughs> but like, yeah. You guys know yeah. about Saturn return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was Saturn return when I met you. Uh-huh. It was Saturn, it was Saturn return when I met my ex-boyfriend who opened, who said, you know, I affirm what you're doing, please, you know, continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first time that I started asking myself why I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. what really is what because there are people who do it and yes. yeah it's it's is it my own is it my fear that I can't that's never been the reality but what what's my problem mm-hmm. like why can't I and it was my um trauma for my family I didn't know I had I had complex PTSD and I didn't know it mm-hmm. yeah because of abuse in my family yeah um and just seeing you know, I mean I don't know if you guys have um trauma from your childhoods or from your your parents but it's very difficult to watch your parents dissolve like that and Mm -hmm. to watch everything happen to people that you can't do anything about Mm -hmm. and you can't, and things are happening to you that you have to accept Mm -hmm. because no one can do anything about them. Mm -hmm. And, um, I couldn't get my parents out of my mind my whole life. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stop feeling guilty for being born. I couldn't stop feeling guilty for being myself. I was ashamed of, you know, just breathing because I thought that if I hadn't been here, my my parents would have had better choices or would have had a better life. Right. And and, like so much to take on. It's just like any human, but especially a kid. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing you you said it perfectly. There's nothing you can do about that girl. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. So you have, I started opening up to my anger I started opening up to my um, depression, mm-hmm. to my issues with suicide, mm-hmm. to my issues with, um, you know, just not feeling in my body and not feeling safe in my body and not feeling and not understanding why, um, you know, I, I'd have relationships with people and about 
six months to eight months or not even that what am I saying like three months in like I started getting like panic attacks because I felt that if they knew me they really wouldn't love me and so these so all of these things started coming up because somebody said you know be yourself yeah and I was like you don't you really don't know who that person is because the person you like is the person who I keep on the yeah. mask I keep on. Right. And if I really start to open up, you th- I mean, you think it's this magical thing. That's why it's so funny when, when the memes come out about like the spiritual idea of, of uh, evolving and people think it like is this roses experience. And really it's like this total disruptive yeah. um, disintegrating experience right. because yeah. you're, yeah, you're getting past the and- places that you can't hold yourself. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Yeah. A lot. Where you don't have power, where yeah. you don't feel empowered, where you don't feel um, uh, the earth, where you don't feel connected, where you don't feel grounded, where you feel that anybody can hurt you, anybody could harm you. The places that you're triggered, the places that you have no control over your emotions mm-hmm. and you have no control over your actions. Like these are all places that um, need to get healed, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you want to be a psychic, you have to be okay with whatever answer comes out. And that means that I, I have to have gone through it all of my own pain so that I know that if there's something very painful I have to deliver to you, that I can deliver that. Because otherwise, I don't want to tell you that. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, but you're most likely calling me because there's something going wrong. Right. <laughs> like, right. Just, like, right. I mean, not many people. Yo, I'm having the best time in my relationship. Can you, like, read my cards <laughs> for, like, over $100 and tell me how awesome it is? Like, I mean, like, you know. Actually, that would be like, me because I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I'd be like, this oh shit's too good. Can we exactly. talk? Tell me how this. Tell me how this asshole got hurt. Exactly. Me yes. Now. Exactly. And that's internal pain. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right, girl. I'm not gonna call somebody. Don't tell me some shit. I'm happy. I know, right? Don't tell me yeah. Shit. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. It's like that's so getting to the Aquarian. What happened was um, he and I obviously ended up breaking up. Um, he was a wonderful lesson for me and he was exactly what I needed in order to, and the situation itself was what I needed in order to feel safe enough to explore my psychic senses. Because when I like, when I tell you what I see, Mm -hmm. it's so specific Mm -hmm. and it's so, um, disruptive sometimes for people to hear what I have to say, because it's not as spiritual as you'd think. Mm -hmm. My... Uh, whatever I channel as spiritual advice is going to be after me telling you what is happening. Wow. And you can't usually deny what's happening. Like I can see if you're being abused. Mm -hmm. I can see if you're, if you're, I mean, I I can look at um, astrological charts and I, I, I'll look at them as a mandala and visions will come to my head. And I remember I told one of my friends, she, well, she was a new friend and um, she asked me to look at her boyfriend's chart and I looked at it and um, I saw that he was stealing from her. How the hell do you say that to somebody? Yeah. Wow. And so, of course, I, I did. Friend, girl. He was stealing, like, money? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And I told her, and I because I was like, listen, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I see that he's, he's stealing from you. You need to check your bank accounts. You need to check your stuff. And she was like, how is that possible? He's been paying rent for the past six months. And I was like, I have no idea, but you need to check. Mm-hmm. So she ended up calling me, like, three weeks later, a month later, and she was like, sit down, Vanessa. I had to sit down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like not only did I find out he was stealing from me, he had not paid rent and they had gotten an eviction notice. He had taken credit cards out in her name and had a friend act as the creditor in order to get around it and stole her, stole uh, equipment from her and sold it. The fuck kind of shit is that? No idea. She had no idea. Yeah. 
So you got to be really ready wow. for what it is, you know, like you want, like, because some things may not be happening at all. You might be making up a lot of stuff in your mind. And, you know, I can see that, but I have <sighs> to say what I see. Yeah. You know, otherwise yeah. I'm messing with karma or otherwise I'm getting entangled with you in a way that I don't want to be entangled. Right. You know? It's wow, um, a lot of responsibility. Right. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It's a lot. Meanwhile, it's I'm thinking lot. about like every time I've messaged you, I'm like, girl, can you read my chart? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. And even... I'm like, no. Like, said, yes, no, legit. You, you said no every time. Chart, you, girl, you said no every single time. And I'm like, why won't you read my chart? Whatever. Like, girl. <laughs> I hate reading my chart. Yes. I hate, you know I have three years of awesomeness coming up and then it just tanks <laughs> after that. So I'm just like, three years enjoy the three years like no joke yeah Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility so then the aquarian started happening so it took me another two and a half years Mm -hmm. to keep opening up because more had to happen to me personally yeah you know so um i had to have yeah i had to have more um you know rugs pulled out from underneath me i'd have to have more um i had to have more um confrontations with the way that I experience, um, being a woman, mm. that was a huge thing for me. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what, if you, either of you have had to really go through that, but, uh, there's a, yeah, talk, let's there's talk a about it. yeah, there's a lot of ways that I'm, um, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, conf- I can't conform to the gender, um, I guess, normal normalcy of, of women. Oh yeah. I do not want to get married and I don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. So that was really difficult for me, though, because I was like, well, that's literally saying I'm never going to be in a relationship. I did not. It just didn't compute to me that there could be something in between. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's like, well, you're from Louisville, right? Yeah. Would you say that that's maybe a lot of like Southern mentality of like that's. You just like you're a woman, so you go to school to get your MRS and then you pop out some babies and then that's it. And like if you're not doing that, what kind of a life could you possibly have? I would say yes, but I'm from Louisville, so mm-hmm. it was a city, and where I went to school, that was, it was, nobody talked about, you know, family, nobody talked about kids, we were all talking about our careers, we were all talking right. about, you know, like, yeah, and then my mom is a, a career woman, you know, like, my mom has never, you know, said, she's actually said more so, like, if you don't want to have kids. Right, okay. right. So, like, <laughs> so it was more about, I think, love, mm. and dealing with, um, I guess my relationships being home, being homosexual, heterosexual and dealing with relationships with men that want traditional normal things. Mm, yes. You know? Yeah. So it, it's yeah. a little bit harder when you aren't all, when you don't want an abnormal, like, you know, an, not abnormal, but like say a different social, nor, yeah, non-traditional yes. relationship, but yes. you're also like, yeah, but I'm also really non-traditional. So yeah. like, yeah. I need a lot of space. Yeah. I need at least two bedrooms, if not you in a whole other house. Yeah. Like, I need like, <laughs> certain, things, yeah. certain things I need yeah. that I thought I couldn't have. And so right. a lot of my my other stuff was basically becoming okay with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that you can't read, you can't read anything that you're not willing to see in yourself mm-hmm. because that means that it's a potential for you. So if you're scared of reading somebody's relationship spread or relationship, you know, um, uh, astrology or anything, then you're probably nervous about your own relationship or yeah. how you experience relationships. Yeah. yeah, totally. You know, so that was a lot of before the aquarium. That's what I was going through. Wow. Was. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. I don't, like, I hope this so, is still no, interesting. Oh, yeah, it is. So it much. totally is. Like, I'm yes. jealous. Well, so I, mean, I mean, no offense, dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie because I'm such. It's an a lot, it's, and I'm so yeah. emotional as it is that like I could not imagine. Be, I couldn't imagine carrying the weight before. of literally like, everyone else plus dude, my own it's shit. So much, and it's, yeah, and, no, also, totally. and because I know you a little bit, I know that you're very like bubbly and like social and very like likable person. So I imagine that, that must be very yes. difficult to have to keep yes. people at an arm's length because to protect yourself and also to protect them. Yeah. And like to try to like Yeah, that's yeah, huge. That's hard. Yeah. That's really yeah. that's also a very big person to not big, but like everybody has their own trials and tribulations in life, I suppose. But just like yeah. to have to look at yourself and be like, Okay, if I want to have a life, I have to really do the work to figure myself out. Like doing the work on no, yourself no. sucks. It's yeah, so hard. It There's sucks. so much shit that I need to fucking deal with that I actively yeah. avoid because I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't want to do that. But like, <laughs> that's a privilege I know. Dude, to be yeah. able to have like a normal functioning life and just like pretend like other shit isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, yes, it really is. Well, like, honestly, but, like, but, dude, but the things that you're saying, no, but the things that you're saying, like just to be able to have relationships with people, I had to look back at my traumas and heal myself. That's yeah. a lot to put yourself through. And I, and I don't mean it. I mean it more like I'm in awe of you. Like I'm in awe that you oh, Thank like you. Deep dig down Same. and overcome that and and move on and build a business around it. Like that's really, really fucking incredible, Ugh. dude. Really so cool. Thank you. Thank you. It is really yeah. cool. You're awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, dude. and the Aquarian is well, it took me also a very long time because because I didn't grow up in a uh, in a household that had the answers for things mm. that I'm um interested in, then I had to really figure out internally what it is that I can do without getting drained. Mm -hmm. And you can't really make a living off of something that drains you after like with one client, right. you know, in a day. Yeah. Right. So right. what is it that, you, Not yet, where girl. is it? Not yet. I mean, we're, well, we're working towards it. Right. <laughs> you well, do that to get your Oprah as a client. Right. <laughs> girl. Girl. But also it's the, the, the need for freedom. Mm -hmm. I do not like subscriptions. There's nothing on the face of the planet that could happen to you so much that I need to talk to you more than once every six months. Mm. Um, I do not want to feed into your anxiety. I do not want to feed into your sense of power. I do not want to feed into your, except your own sense of personal power. But I like how many people call uh, when you have a lower rate of how to uh, manipulate someone or mm. how to, to, yeah, I mean, everybody uh, need psychic when stuff goes wrong, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. So I've had people email me saying, you know, um, I, I, I can't afford the fee, but oh my God, Vanessa, if I could see you for just, just a moment, if I could just talk to you for just a moment. And I'm like, man, if you can't afford the fee, homie, then you got bigger problems than a psychic reading. Okay. <laughs> I, want a, I want a better job. Like, like breathe. You need right. breath work. Exactly. So, like, You're like, I know the problem already. Right? You need that on YouTube. That's what you need. <laughs> but like, yeah. but that's the thing. It's, it's where, where is, where am I trapping myself mm -hmm. with, um, people's anxieties and where am I actually helping you? Where right. am I keeping myself, um, you know, stunted because I have to consistently perform mm -hmm. and where am I allowed to fly yeah. is really the question, right? So like yeah. that was really the, the, the balance I had to learn how to strike when I opened the aquarium because it, it, it's completely different now. I have to walk backwards into my career is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, yeah, so if it, it didn't feel wrong, but it was, I needed to see something kind of come to life mm -hmm. in order to understand what it is that I wanted to do, because I don't want to spend all day reading 
one-on-one with people because the thing is as a healer Mm -hmm. a healer is literally just someone who can sit there with you and feel your feel with you hold you say it's going to be okay you don't have to go to a psychic for that you don't have to go to a reiki master than that most people have it with their their best friends maybe one of your parents maybe a sister so you could have it with a favorite movie you could have whatever is healing you is just sitting there with you when you're having emotions that are not you can't just change or dismiss or move away Mm-hmm. And you're having things come up that are tra- traumatizing or, you know, so when you meet me and I'm a healer, say the things that I can say, or the things that I can see amplify my healing ability. Mm-hmm. So that's why people really tell me so many things about their life that they haven't told anybody or they haven't told their therapist or, because they are sensing a healing quality. Yes. And so they really open up. Like when you really see them, up. like, girl, you see them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, bitch, I've never been seen before. Right. Exactly. And it's <laughs> right. really hard when, um, and it's not hard. It, 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 it is hard. Uh, but for me, I think now it's not, it's, I can handle it with grace. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing people's uh, suicidal issues or mm-hmm. hearing people's, um, you know, the things that happened to them as children, the things that happened to them with their previous relationship, the things that they don't want to say because they feel so guilty and ashamed of themselves for going through it. And, and you know, it's just, it's very you just want to hug the life out of the world and, 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 you know, hope that one generation never experiences certain things that, that a lot of us experience. Mm-hmm. And so anything that I can do to allow that person to have all of me and still be able to, to make a living is what I, I kind of realized with the Aquarian, which is now I'm doing uh, YouTube readings. So if you guys ever want to hear your Zodiac reading for the week or whatever, it's, I'm going to be doing Oracle card readings with it. So it's just like a lot of, yeah, meaningful. Love it. Uh, nice. Right? Yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah. tell you what's kind of what's coming up that week for you actually tangibly, but then, you know, messages from spirit of what spirit would want to say for wisdom or what spirit would want to mm. say about your soul or about, you know, um, uh, what was one, um, something that's hidden maybe or something that's like whatever spirit wants to say. So that mm. way, when you walk through your world, if anything's echoing, it might be easier to handle that situation or, or easier to embrace the situation or easier right. to make that kind of choice because you had someone at the beginning of the week prompt you with the idea of something and not necessarily something that mm. will, you know, I never want to give something, somebody something that is um, definitive, yes. but it's just something for you to think about, yeah, you know? that's and two is like, then you're not, you probably don't feel like, oh my God, I'm, yes. I have all this pressure. <laughs> right. You know, to deliver this exact message. Yes. Like, you can just be like, here's a hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, like, spirit. Yeah. yeah. Once Do you what you will. Love this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was so funny because when I started doing it, people would message me and be like, that is so ridiculously on point. But I'm like, if it's so ridiculous, I mean, like, that's great mm-hmm. that it's really on point. But that's not everybody. So for, like, this fraction of people, that reading was on point. But yeah. I want to be able to give everybody who watches this at least something to think about. Yeah. You know, okay. or something that they feel connected to. Yeah. So, okay. So will you tell the listeners, like, what the Aquarian is, how? Yes. Because you're a network, right, of, of different spiritual spiritualists. Yeah. And, yeah. So tell us what exactly what it is that you built, because it's pretty <laughs> dope. <laughs> well, so that aspect of it changed. Um, so that's what I mean. Like, I started out with it being many people and me. And I needed to see where I fit mm-hmm. in this kind of, you know, because I don't know everything and I don't have the, you know, uh, drive to know everything. Like I don't, I would love to like know li- little bits and pieces of as much as I can because I like to direct people, you know, but 
Um, there's so many people who have such incredible knowledge about places that I'm like, I just read maybe a, a chapter from a book on that. That's right. lovely, you know? <laughs> right, like, right. And so I realized um, I don't like a manager position. So this is what I mean. Like this, like if anybody who's, who's listening to this is like considering spirituality as your, um, you know, business, right? A, a, especially if it's psychic mediumship, things that happen internally, not necessarily yoga or like things that are physical, but if it's internal, mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure out where you fit in terms of earthly material management mm-hmm. and an unearthly experience, mm. right? So how much do you want to express to people? How much do you want to, um, you know, how much do you want people to, ha- to, to rely upon you? How much responsibility do you want to take on? Like you said before, yep. and how much of that, um, do you want to spend on maintaining and pruning everything around you? Yeah. Right. So it was beautiful when it started and it still is beautiful. It's just also the pandemic. It's just, I mean, we all got so exhausted and it kind of disintegrated on its own in the right way Mm -hmm. because it was like, okay, cool. I got to see for a second what that looked like, Mm -hmm. you know? And then what happened basically was, is people really just kept wanting to see me. Mm. And I was like, oh, y'all like me. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. So. Right. <laughs> and so I, so I realized I was like, okay, so there's something about what I'm saying that is, um, you know, drawing people in. And I started realizing my philosophy, which is still uh, evolving. Mm-hmm. But basically my philosophy is, is most people, um, I mean, they can get a fill on the future They can get a fill on, you know, like anything spiritual, like, right? Like if you're feeling like um, your life is falling apart or you aren't where you want to be, you go see a a life coach, you go see a business coach, you go to this retreat or you go do this, you do. And you can get your fill with that, even if you have enough money for that, you Mm -hmm. can get your fill with that. But even if things start to change, even if things start to shift and you start opening up and you start feeling this brand new day, guys, I mean, there's a huge chunk of time where shit happens. Nothing, nothing happens, Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. So during those times... (laughs) How are you not, like, how do you connect spiritually? How do you, yeah, yeah, during those times where you don't necessarily either want anything or you don't know what you want, or maybe Mm -hmm. you're confused, or maybe you you just need something to kind of hold on to or just to to sort of interact with, right? Mm -hmm. That's why people pray. That's why people have rituals. That's why people, um, I mean, people are opening up to their ancestors and things like that. And Mm -hmm. actually, this was something that you brought up about how it meets with um, uh, culture Mm -hmm. and how it meets with sort of... uh, rooting yourself in your ancestors past or your, or your, you know, your past history. Mm-hmm. And it's where do you find that kind of cross section where it's not about getting something anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about perfecting something. It's not about, um, making your world what you assume to be perfect, you know, because that's when catastrophe happens. Well, it's supposed to look like this. So what do I need to do in order to make it look like that? Mm-hmm. Or how do I proceed forward to make it perfect? And it's like, it's never going to be. Until you, that's meditation, mm-hmm. that's that's surrender, that's recognizing that life has ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And when it's up, how do you connect still? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you um, feel uh, like you're, you're communicating with spirit without having to ask for anything? You know, like, well, how do you keep the gratitude up just because gratitude just makes life better? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you do things that don't have a result when we are such a result-driven Yes. Uh, culture, right? right? Goal-driven culture. Yes. So it's really difficult for us to, um, I guess, uh, justify focusing on anything that doesn't necessarily have an end result. Right. 
Like, I mean, right, yeah. I nothing today. Yeah. You took care of yourself, but that was, I didn't get yeah. $100 from that. Yeah. Yeah. I know, man. it's so fucked. That's, that's a concept I hadn't even, not that I hadn't thought about, but I just hadn't even. Not s- broken down like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but I think people are really looking for is that. Absolutely. Now yeah. more than yes. ever. Now the, more than ever. Yes. Yeah. And we're, we're a generation that's removed from organized religion. Yeah. And but as people, you need to grasp to something, right? Like yes. As human beings, we yes. need to grasp to something because belonging always makes you feel, I think, like complete in a way, which yeah. is why even though I'm not religious, I I do understand why people get really into certain faiths because. Yeah. I think that's a well, big part of it. But just like the, like um, the why and everything. Yeah, yeah, and right. Like the how, having, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The having big, explanations big, for everything. Yes, the big big <laughs> questions that just make you sit. It's uncomfortable if there's no answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable yes. with just like just maybe. being like I don't know where I go when I die. Exactly. But then yes. these religions yeah. are like, no, yes. we know exactly where you go. Don't yes. worry. Yes. Yeah, exactly. you know? yes. Nobody's coming back to tell us. Right. So. <laughs> right. And then there's like the but rest they of trust. us that are kind of sitting in the middle that's just like, like I'll be the first to admit, like I don't, it's interesting because my my boyfriend was raised Catholic, although like he's not really practicing, so it was surprising for me to hear this, but like Jesus ain't my homeboy. Maybe yeah. he's a guy that like existed <laughs> that was like a very nice man who, you know, like led some people. But I don't think like, is he my Lord and Savior? No, I don't believe that. But very nice I do. I think he's like, <laughs> is anybody going to dispute that? I don't think so. He's a nice guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, well, yeah. <laughs> right. But like, but it's, yeah, there's parts of me that like I'll find because I was raised to believe, because I was raised Christian, there's times where like, I want to say like, thank you, God, or, or, or have some sort of connection to something. And I don't know what that is. And so, and I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people probably feel that, right? And yeah. absolutely, yeah. And so I understand why people are coming to you. I get it. That's girl. I told you. I'm always like, girl, in my chart. What's going on? <laughs> well, now you like, okay, girl. Um, don't we, please like, don't. I want to know. Uh, don't tell me anything you feel for me. Exactly. Exactly. You have to. You yeah. No. 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 <laughs> when you get around to it. When you get around to it. Right. Well, but that's the thing. Like, um, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll go back in time for you. So, uh, you're in Aries, mm-hmm. right? The, uh, Uranus was in Aries, um, from, oh my God, look at me, putting my foot in my mouth. It was, I think it was from 2010 to 2017 or no, 2018 or something like that. It was a while. It's like a seven year transit through a, like, I think I'm pretty sure. But that's, it was conjunct your son. So all the explosions that were happening um, with your significant other at the time that you were opening this place is when Uranus was conjunct your son. Okay. So it happened before mine because my Uranus conjunct my moon because I'm a moon in Aries and that happened at 21 degrees and that's when me and my uh, ex-boyfriend broke up and uh, my home, it, I, I got, I left my home. Okay. The sun is about your career and about men. Ah, okay. And so it was causing explosions. It, but see, but Uranus, no, nothing causes anything. It's literally a map. It's just going, hey, at this time, shit's going to, like, hit the wall. Like, just right. to let you know, you know? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, there's nothing you can mean. Like, your life is life. Life is going to happen. There's nothing you can really thwart except evolve. That's literally right. the only thing that you can do to, to maintain your own composure during shitty-ass storms. Like, that's yeah. literally it. Yeah. So the more you can connect, the easier it is to maintain who you are. But even then... 
you're transforming, you're changing, you're becoming Mm -hmm. something else. You have to surrender and trust in situations that don't always turn out well. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, there are things, there are people, um, plenty of us have gone through situations where we feel like miracles were happening and then it just bottomed out at the end of it. And we're like, what Mm -hmm. the hell was that for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And most of the time that's because we were not able to listen. We weren't able to be flexible enough to understand what the situation was saying to us. We were saying yes when we meant no and no when we meant yes. And these are the ways that it breaks us, right? Mm -hmm. It breaks us because it's all about love. So wherever you can't connect to love, wherever you can't find the flexibility and the compassion and love, it's going to break, right? So I'm guessing that during the time with your your man and and opening this career, you learned how to listen a little bit better. You Mm -hmm. learned how to accept certain, certain ways that he was or certain ways that your career was that you couldn't get around. Aries wants to get around everything. Mm. it's like no I don't need to take time with this shit (laughs) (laughs) but Aries wants like that's that that's going up against Capricorn Capricorn I don't know I don't know your whole chart but Capricorn is traditions and it's how it's done yeah right and so your man like whatever he was saying might have been like this is just how it's done or like these are rigid traditions yeah and even opening a business you can't go by any other rules yeah there's a rule book to it yeah you know so it's like so everything was exploding because it was making you so angry that things weren't just accumulators are, are um, materializing manifesting yeah. yeah easily yes you know yeah that's interesting huh wow i didn't really yeah because you're a march baby right i know anybody who's listening is gonna be like when was uranus at what <laughs> i'm sorry i was off the cuff i can't that, that was a traumatizing experience no it isn't it isn't no it isn't at all but it at least makes you understand why well and yes exactly and i just so, it wasn't just that you hated each other temporarily. No, <laughs> there was well, a reason and Pluto could have been well, squaring your because, son too, which is really hard. Well, it's interesting. I've got a good friend, Sabs, <laughs> you know, and Sabs will like always talk, tell me about myself, but most of it is like, girl, it's you. Yeah, like it isn't yeah. him. <laughs> it's yeah, you. Aries. Aries. <laughs> and Aries. I'm like, oh shit, it is <laughs> me. <laughs> but, but that's exactly, exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, it's you. Yeah. You're going through all this shit. Yes. (laughs) And like trying to change this shit. Yes. So I don't know. Um, But that's the thing. Like that's what, that's my point is like, the more I accepted that I never have to look for anybody with a problem, life will present your problems. I am here when life presents your problems. Yeah. Right. You're never going to learn more from me than life is going to teach you. Mm -hmm. You're never going to um, uh, outrun fate. Things do happen to everyone. You are not an exemption. Mm-hmm. You know, like these are things that mm-hmm. scare us. Mm-hmm. It scares us to know that, that you know, maybe a family member never got married and that could be me, you mm-hmm. know, or, or maybe this, you know, they, we all have something somewhere that we're worried won't work out. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's really where if you want to experience God, that's kind of that God experience, which is, well, who are you without it? Mm-hmm. Who are you with it? Are you different? Are you a different person? You're not really a different person. You're a more evolved person mm-hmm. or you understand yourself better. But you, Elizabeth, will always be you, Elizabeth. You, Alex, will always be you, Alex. You are just going to know more about yourself and you're going to understand how you operate much better so that when other things come up, it's easier for you to weather a storm. You go out in the middle of a freaking ocean. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what God you pray to. Shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Some, somebody's voyage may be easy and smooth. Another person's voyage may not be, but the ocean yeah. didn't change. Right. You know, so right. that's kind of... Yeah, like that's sort of the 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 difficulty 
around accepting God because what we think we're supposed, what we think we're accepting when we accept God is that we're going to have some sort of um, uh, epiphany that everything works perfectly. It does work perfectly. You will never see it. Mm-hmm. You will never see it. You couldn't, you have to leave our, uh, our atmosphere to yeah. see all, you couldn't, you can't even completely see all of earth, right? Like you yeah. can't see everything. Yeah. You know, like the dark side of the moon. So even if you, if you come into alignment with the idea that the world is perfect, you're going to be disappointed many, many, many times if yes. you don't genuinely believe that whatever happens is supposed to be happening. And that's very difficult when we know that people are in refugee camps. Yeah. We know that people are dying uh, from bombings. We mm-hmm. know that people are starving. We know all of these things. And we're mm-hmm. supposed to say that's perfect. Mm-hmm. No one's, that's, and I think that's also the dismantling of the idea that you think that God is saying that's perfect. That not, God is not saying that's perfect. You're not saying it's perfect, are you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so we have to have the we're having the impetus to change things because they are not to our ideal. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where we have to say we are stepping in. You know, like mm-hmm. if you don't think it's perfect, why did why do you think God thinks it's perfect? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. the thing. It's it's that the ultimate uh whatever reality, you it's the surrender into the idea that regardless of of, of the chaos of it, you're here for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. You're never going to see the gestalt of all of life. Mm-hmm. You're only here at this moment, and this is the moment that you can interact with. If there's something that you can do, do it. If there's not, be grateful for what you have, mm-hmm. period. You know, Because somebody always has it worse. Yeah. Someone is always right. feeling it worse. And another thing I read once, which was really beautiful, I, I actually, I got to find it because I want it tattooed on me. <laughs> but it, was like, it was a great book. It was a trance state book. And somebody had asked this person who was in a trance, um, you know, who is God, right? Because you always have to ask that, like, what is God? And the response was so freaking beautiful. It was like a sentence. I can't totally remember it, but it was like, um, you will never know all of God. You will mm-hmm. only in this dimension, if people believe in dimensions, in this dimension, you will only know the aspect of God that's called love. That's mm-hmm. it. So as you get to higher dimensions, you, you'll see a, a larger picture of God. And they were at like a really high dimension. They were saying, we don't even know mm-hmm. everything about God. So if you guys can just calm down mm-hmm. and stop believing that, that, you know, having a physical, tangible form of something makes it real. There's, how do you, there's, there's no physical, tangible form of love. Mm-hmm. Except in your interaction with someone or something, yes. you know, showing up for it and being there for it as it needs you, yeah. right? Not necessarily as you need it. That's where love comes back mm-hmm. to you. It's like, okay, I'm saying I want to come here to you and I want to be what you need, regardless of how I judge the situation or what I think you need, mm-hmm. right. you know? Yeah. But that's real love is, is, is dropping our defenses as people and mm-hmm. saying that. I like that. Yeah, like even mm-hmm. the compassion that I have for you, it doesn't mean that I have to go into your entire life. It doesn't mean that we have to be friends. It doesn't mean that I have to to uh, adopt you into my family or, or forgive things um, that I never want to see happen again. However, what I can do is I can say, I have compassion for the fact that life happened to you mm-hmm. in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's happened to me too. And I also have compassion for myself. Yeah. So I, I would like to, you know, back away from you and I hope that you find the love that you need and I think that our relationship is causing both of us too much pain Mm -hmm. and that's not what life is about or like you and your man or you and your person or me with my you know my people the second that like we start to really get to that other love level Mm -hmm. is when we're like I have accumulated the people around me that I never want to leave Mm -hmm. ever and so I will work it out Mm -hmm. and unless something astronomical happens I will figure out where I'm wrong. Yeah. I'll figure out where we can meet. I will say I'm sorry. 
I will, what do you need me to do? And my friends will meet me in that way as well. So I have such a level of trust because the people around me are that love experience. But Mm -hmm. when you have it more of that petty or status or what can you give me or sort of value or, or exchanges in certain ways, it's just easier to break because you don't really need that person as much as you need what that person can give you in like more tangible ways or or um, affirming ways of like ego affirming, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, I am, I am that beautiful or I am that powerful or I am that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my, if, for anybody who's trying to like find a spiritual path that feels right know that it doesn't matter what path you go down as long as it fills you up Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like you can go for jesus you can go for buddha you can go for allah you can go for just meditation maybe you maybe you can go for gods and goddesses maybe Mm -hmm. like that's archetypes right i would like to be a different person at different times and i'd like to call on different people at different times if you like serenity you'll probably like the eightfold path if you like uh, offerings and giving and service, you probably like uh, Christianity. Um, if you like, you know, it's just really ask yourself, what is it that makes you happy? Yeah. And there's probably a path there that will fulfill that for you. Yeah, for sure. It's wow. true. That was so much. That was I so love much. that. No, it's great. <laughs> so great. Um... I I don't even know what else to Sweet. say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I have found with this because I have such, I, I need to live by integrity. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like a default, like I can't, not even a default. Like I, I literally, if I go outside of my integrity, shit happens. It's just not fun. So yeah. I have to yeah. live by my integrity. Yeah. And my integrity is I can never feed into your anxiety. I can mm-hmm. only help you. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I need to give you as many ways to connect to yourself. That isn't me mm-hmm. that I can. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if you're telling me, you know, if I see in your cards that certain things are happening and I see that maybe yoga would be a good experience for you or maybe uh, Reiki or maybe um, a retreat or whatever. I mean, that's kind of the goal is that shamanic sort of uh, experience of I can offer you an idea, Mm -hmm. an inspiration in order for you to continuously connect to yourself because the mind is where we connect um, our communication and it's where we transform and it's where we uh, manifest things, right? We can can communicate this and so something can happen or not happen, Mm -hmm. but we forget about our bodies and we forget about just being, you know? Like when nothing's yeah. there and how we feel when nothing's there. And if you don't have something that speaks to, to what you're not saying, to things that aren't said, mm-hmm. then you are always in this state of um, either paralysis or overactivity. Mm. Like you either are, are sleeping all the time or don't know what to do or you're, you're you know, stuck to the couch, which a lot of times is transformation too. You can be really just tired from transforming. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're overactive because you can't give your mind a second to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're scared of what it is of feeling, you know, just with yourself in the present moment because the present moment isn't where you want to be. You want right. to be with that person or you want that job or you want that career or you mm-hmm. want that or you want this. Right. And so where you are right now is not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what's your main, so what's your main goals, I suppose, right now with like the, with the Aquarian? Where is your business mm. headed now that you've kind of like aligned yourself and are able to offer your services to people what are your sort of goals moving forward and for right now right well right now it's the, I, I'm super excited about YouTube because it's just a way to get to a lot of people and offer some kind of spiritual connection easily you yeah. know um 
But then I want to do, uh, I'm going to do rent videos and buy videos Vimeo so that if anybody wants more information, it's just like very small amounts. Basically, I'm building everything based on what, how much karma you want with me. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot, if like you have a real specific question, you really want to communicate with me, eventually we will, I will be able to do live one-on-ones with people, mm-hmm. but I want as many levels that you can experience before totally signing on, you know, or like mm-hmm. totally um, opening yourself mm-hmm. and being vulnerable yeah. to a situation, you know? Right. So it's going to be, um, you know, rent or buy things. And then it's going to be, um, I'm going to start sending people, uh, videos mm-hmm. of the reading that they requested or things like that. So that way I can have my own buffer of, you know, being able to do more readings without being drained because it really is the energetic exchange that drains you. Yeah. Well, I was going to say this past year has been so like, I mean, <sighs> Everything. I don't even know how to describe 2020 in, in an adjective. Yeah. But there was just so, so much. But especially, you know, I saw that you were doing a lot with Black Lives Matter and, like, with the protests and with George Floyd's murder and with, like, just everything throughout the summer. You were really involved with just speaking to your audience about, yeah. you know, everything that was going on in the sky and, like, how that was affecting all of what we were doing down here. So I can yes. imagine that it was a very, very exhausting year for you, but also... <laughs> Like, how did you kind of, how did you feel walking away from that? Like, I mean, personally, I know that it gave me a lot. Well, one is your Instagram is great. I'm telling Alex to look at your stories because they're really funny. Oh, they're so funny. Yeah, they're great. But then too, it's just like, in a a time with so much uncertainty, it brought Mm -hmm. me a lot of, I guess, a sense of certainty at least and watching you and watching uh, uh, what yeah. you were talking with your friends about and about with um, what was going on, like I said, with like the moon and the stars and how that was affecting everything. So one is like, thank you. But then two thank is you. like, how did that really affect like you, you period, I guess, but like maybe where you wanted to take your business or, or yeah. Yeah. I no, I, I think that um, the side of me that's academic really came out. And that is very important to me because the more that we know, the, the more that we're able to communicate with each other in a way that can transform mm-hmm. and help. Uh, ju- I mean, clearly we're all angry and we're all um, pushing for change. But one of the best ways to do that is just by simply knowing intrinsically or not intrinsically, but knowing very, very well what it is that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that way, it's not necessarily that you can change every mind, but at least your mind is holding the truth. And you know the truth, right? You know, it's not even just, you know, just that George Floyd was killed in a completely abominable way, but you know the history of the black culture and the history Mm. of the jailing and the history of Jim Crow and the history of slavery. And you know the history of whatever it is that you're on a soapbox about. Mm -hmm. That what we really need is a, a... people who don't just know a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's really what pushed me with the Aquarian was like, okay, clearly I I, I love this stuff and I'm very dedicated to this stuff, but I do need a level of of assurance in my own body and person that I have spent enough time with this that I don't feel nervous of what I tell you or what I say to you. And I'm not igniting some kind of war inside of you or some kind of fire that's not um, really truly yours because mm-hmm. I didn't take the time to really know the symbols and I just went with my own judgment mm-hmm. and my judgment is fallible like I don't know much I, when I read for someone I have to shut all of my ego off which is why it's called the Aquarian I don't use my name because mm-hmm. it's very difficult to associate with my ego this right. ability because then I'm, I'm wondering if my own judgment is, is skewing the situation so I have to completely lock I, I, it doesn't matter what the circumstance is a lot, most of the time spirit says what I would want to have said, but 
they say it, spirit says it in such a way that the person can hear it Mm -hmm. really well. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have to really let go and let that happen. So that means that whatever I, I have to say needs to be also coupled with that amount of knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, so that when I do let go, I'm not just sort of standing there naked. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's not, I mean, there are plenty of psychics who don't have to do that, but I mean, they can just see it and like, it doesn't bother them. And, you know, but for me it does because I, I do need to be grounded. So that was like watching it was was very interesting because of the nodes and, and Neptune. That was re- the uh, riot, the the um, government uh, riot happened when the North and South nodes were squaring Neptune. I think they were at 20 and Neptune at the time was at 19. And that's uh, the, our collective destiny or what we're all kind of learning together. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to see a square is conflict mm-hmm. and Neptune is delusion. Oh, wow. And so it's like literally this sort of like, wow. yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's, and it's like, who's right? What do you mean who's right? What, do you, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? But that's what, that's our issue is like, how is it that we are allowing things like QAnon to get so big when none of these people, or I would say, I would, I would venture to say most of these people have never picked up a, um, you know, a staff and said child sex trafficking is horrible you know they, right, obviously right. we're saying child sex trafficking is horrible but just now right you know, right that's right. the reason right there are plenty of places where actual sex trafficking yes. is going on yeah and you went into the capital right see that to, like, you're, that, you're deluded <laughs> that makes no sense it makes they no aren't in there sense. they're <laughs> not in there like you it's true it's so stupid it's yeah. just like i mean but that's yeah. the squares where we're all just going hold up and you're telling me that they got in and they got in they got in in yeah yeah we all heard like the, the saw the headlines i can't speak for anybody I'll speak for myself. I saw the headlines and saw the text messages coming in, but never in my wildest fucking dreams did I think that I would see what I saw. Scaling, I know, that was insane. They got that fucking in. We don't need to go there, but you're right, girl. No, that that was shit was insane. That was insane. That was insane. But you knew. You're like, yeah. Well, well, you were like, not surprised. I, like, well, that, <laughs> I didn't see that. I did not see yeah. that. But like, I shut that off. But, yeah. But it was just fascinating. It is. It's been fascinating to watch this conflict, which is the the American conflict of I'm not really going to tell you why I'm angry. I'm going to come up with a million other reasons mm-hmm. why I'm angry because the reason that I'm angry is the fact that that's what's fueling me yeah. is pathetic. Yeah. Like you, you must know somewhere in you. Yeah. If that's the only thing that's fueling you, which yeah. is which is uh, power. Yes. That's what's fueling. Yes. It has, it's, it's like even take out racism with it. It's yes. the fact that you don't feel as powerful as you were promised you yes. were supposed to feel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so <laughs> like, that's, it. Yeah, that's it. And you're, you're basically saying we brought over all these people to be our slaves and we didn't promise them that. You promised us this with the laws that you created mm-hmm. when me, when we and the slaves were about to fuck your shit up mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm hmm. So then you told us that white was better, even increment, just little incremental, but we were. Yes. And you keep taking things from us. Yeah. And I don't like that. And um, and the thing is, is that when you really go down to a lot of these places, a lot of these places have no money. Mm-hmm. They have no education. Mm-hmm. Too many children only eat at school. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is so distorted 
that you are storming the Capitol with a Confederate flag mm -hmm. when that Capitol is the reason that you don't have any food. Mm -hmm. It's not the black person. It's the, it's the Capitol. Yeah. You don't have anything because it is a skewed system mm -hmm. and they allow a stock market and they allow certain things to bleed taxes and bleed. That's, yes. that's what it is. Yes. But, but that's not look, look at our big argument, not argument, but our, our, our conversation on God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't see racism. You can't see, you can just see like, you know, the actions involved yes. with it, right? Like yes. that's what you can see, yes. but we believe it, right? Yeah. But yeah. we're being told not to. Yeah. We're being told that it's not real or being told, you know, oh, of all of that's over. I'm not upset about that. That's not what it is. Right. Trump, I right. Trump, right. Right. Like what? That's not it. That's not it. Trump has got like yeah. crazy people yeah, who girl. are, yeah, in, in his cabinet. Yeah who are proclaimed racist. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like this constant gaslighting, right? Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting with the nodes squaring Neptune and like Neptune being the big delusion, mm -hmm. you know, like this big illusion. And the pro, I mean, like when we really get down to it, we're not taken care of by our government the way we should be. Mm -hmm. And because of this starred bellied snitch bullshit, if we know Dr. Seuss, I don't know if you guys know. No, that one. no, no. <laughs> star, that was like, star belly speech. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, star, like somebody's better than the other because they have a star in their stomach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Nothing, yeah. Right. I like the Dr. But Seuss reference. Yeah. It's all you yeah. know. It's all. It's very timely, girl. Question: What you throw in? I oh got my God, you. I know, right? <laughs> Just slip that on in there. <laughs> but that's my. I mean, like that's it. It it created these personalities and egos that are not wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that their their emotions are wrong. Exactly. One, what they attach them to is wrong. Uh -huh. That's completely messed up. And the, the, I remember I was watching when Trump just, he was just elected and they went down to a coal mining town in, in Virginia. And this older man um, who had voted for Trump, he, Trump had won over the town because everybody was about to lose their homes because the mining had closed down and all of them had so many medical bills mm -hmm. from uh, from mining yeah. that they didn't have enough money to pay their rent and their medical bills. Yeah. And so Trump had told them, I'm bringing mining back. Mm -hmm. There's going to be jobs. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. And so all of them voted for him. Mm -hmm. And on CNN, they were this the man. He was close to tears and he was like, no, I would never vote for him again. He, mm -hmm. He'd never said anything after that like they, yeah. like there's so many people in such desperate situations of course yes that it's like and also we the, have to look at this storming yes. of the castle as people who are just crazy like it's not it's not um, you know what i mean like yeah. there's yeah. so many crazy people in america yes right it's not just this separating. general yes. yeah. yeah 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 there are yeah. super impoverished people and yes. of both races and yes. obviously the black community has suffered far greater mm -hmm. in in many ways yes but it's a government. But it's issue. all the same lie. Yes, exactly. Right. It's all the same lie. It's all the same oppression. It's not the same oppression, but it's it's all lies. And they're lies to keep us pitted against each other yeah. to thinking that one of us yeah. caused the other. And yeah. yes, like there are nuances there that we can, you know, of course you can hoot and holler about, but at the end of the day, it's all the same lie, man. It's all yeah. just like. And they, they keep getting, yeah. they keep making money off of it. Of course, they keep yes. making money off of yes. it. I saw it's interesting because I saw a similar story that you were just saying, also about a coal mine, 
And this young mm -hmm. kid who was like, I don't want to work in a fucking coal mine. He's like, I just want to work. But that's the job that's here. He's like, I want to work and I want to make money. He's like, you think I want to spend 14 hours a day underground, like breathing this shit? No, but yeah. that's what we and got. And cancer at some point. Exactly. Because you will get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, that was a big um, kind of That was turn, all summer. But, that was like, yes, yeah. That but was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also being mixed. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, I, I grew up. My mother was the one who made me very aware of racism and the black culture. My dad actually never really talked to me about it. It wasn't anything that he was. My mom is a professor of religious studies. Mm. And your mom so, is white. White. Okay. That yeah, is black. but she was the protester. She was the one who would do the sit-ins. She was the one who was, you know, there at the civil rights because she's from New Jersey, so yeah. she would come to New York and do all that. Like she was from Hoboken, mm -hmm. so I had more. I would had more exposure from my white my white mother to what is and isn't mm -hmm. like you know what's injustice, right? And so it's not. I mean, I have no allegiance. My mom, you look at her Facebook. She talked about white people like they great, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never allegiance, right? But she did. But she did make me very aware as a very, at a very young age that it is about your perspective. It's about what you want in terms of power. It's not about um, obviously what is better right. in terms of race. It's that you were given a uh, a foothold mm -hmm. to climb something, and that made you feel good mm -hmm. and because no one was checking you with that and you could continuously feel good in a certain way and the culture was promoting that feel good which is separation segregation pain torture mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean one book that's really good if anybody wants uh anybody's interested is um the warmth of other suns it <laughs> i mean it talks about the great migration of the black uh the uh, black community from the south to the north because mm -hmm. there was no jobs it was after the civil rights and well, I mean, before and after, but it was moving up to the mm -hmm. north to become waiters and hotel managers and things like that. So they left all their kids in the south for the grandmothers and grandfathers to raise. Mm -hmm. And it, it, this journalist, uh, I think she went through like 1,200 cases or 1,200 interviews, and she follows four people, and she seamlessly weaves through uh, personal narrative and um, history. Mm -hmm. So you'll go straight into like, basically she tells you graphic details of lynchings, mm -hmm. graphic details of people being drugged behind cars, people people getting rounded up and killed at once. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't, I mean, the, the fact that any white person from the South has the audacity mm -hmm. to say nothing is there is is crazy. Yeah, I mean that's insane. Yeah, well, it's, but, it's, it's yeah. the privilege of being able to to not have to see because yeah. because exactly what you're yeah. saying. The system For is set up so you never saw it. The system yeah. is set up so that you only saw that like you know what what we all you know you know girls we see just, it we see it. The system is set up and that's why it's very it's like in this time of like of reckoning and of cultural um, understanding, I think is is people that's what it is to be woke and this is what i tell people all the time yeah. what it is to be woke is for you to go out of your fucking way to see the truth because then nobody's going to tell you the mm -hmm. truth yes. and you wake up yes. and it's like bitch i've been asleep yes. this whole time because i yes. never had to look and that's what being woke is like yes. and it's uncomfortable bitch i wish i could go back to sleep it's nice yes. and comfortable and warm there and nothing bad happens but guess what yeah. shit's fucked <laughs> and so yeah. here we are it's true you know yeah, that's why it's like promoting the reading. It's like just read, yes, read it. Yes, you it's really uncomfortable. It's really fucking uncomfortable. Like, what do you think about, bitch? I could give you five books that would be better. Yes, what do I? What yes, I could possibly say to you. Yes, yes. You know, it's like I, 
well, what about the conversations? I don't want a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Why? It's like it's like sitting down with your with your uh, abuser and saying, so listen, I just want to talk this out. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you had things go on in your life. Uh, and I, I certainly had after you, I, I, I certainly had things too, but I mean, it's just like, right. come yeah. on. Like, yeah, exactly. Fair, yeah. You know? And making a case for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's all the evidence and right. will you yeah. believe it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just not fair. It's just like, I mean, that's what school should have been for. Should have been, girl. Truth should have been. Wait. Okay. So you opened this conversation by saying that we're going to the age of Aquarian. Yes. We are in the age of Aquarian and yeah. you are the Aquarian. No. We are close to the age of Aquarius. Okay. Um, the age of Aquarius technically starts in 2150. Oh, that's, yeah. that's far. We're in a very big shadow period. Oh. So if you hear about shadow, shadow period with Mercury retrograde okay. mm-hmm. or anything like that, it's basically the transition area between one to, no- to another. We don't just wake up in a new era. Like we oh. don't just go, oh, communities. It's great. You know, like, <laughs> everyone's intelligent now. That's interesting. You know, like, we, have to, we have to have things push us to that, you know, because it's our choice. It's our decision. Right. And I think that's um, where the God idea does need to be put on earth. It doesn't always have to be like God isn't a tree. God is a butterfly. It doesn't have to be just the ether, you know? Mm-hmm. So we have to protect things that just grow as they are and, and, are and are what they are. That's the environment. That's definitely children. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, anything that is um, not necessarily able to fight back in a full adult formed way. That's people who are traumatized, people who are in war torn areas. So we're starting to see an empathy mm-hmm. towards this more than we've seen in the rest of, of really history. Mm. This is the least violent time in world history. This wow. snap. Hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's crazy, right? Blows yeah. your mind. Yeah. yeah. It's just the te- we have television now. We have television. Right. We have yep. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a lot of people, and a lot of people died at once in certain areas. But like twenty twenty one, we are at the lowest uh, of our violence in in history. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then it's our empathy towards death, right? And we had it in the beginning of Piscean era when we had the commandments. Well, commandments were before the Piscean era, but like that was the lead up, right? Okay, was the idea of you know thou shalt not do to thy neighbor what that you know like all all the everything right. right. Jesus was preaching, you know, love thy, like, love the, or uh, turn the other cheek, right. love thy brother, you know, things like that. So that was the first time, let's imagine that was the first time that people were like, oh, so we got like each other? <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, and then, like, guilt yeah. started happening and religion started to happen. And right. so we oh, had to see an we entire. Awful before then. Gee, that's what I mean. Yep. Jesus was just a nice guy. I told She's you. She's like a nice guy. Really yeah. Guy. Wow. Yeah. But that was 2,000 years ago, guys. That's yeah. 2,000 years ago. Yeah. You know, so like that that's how long it's taken for us to construct um, spirit, like religious uh, uh, idols. So 2, insane. years, to Think of all the things that have passed. Yeah. I know. How but many past lives have like, I had? Imagine the, the need for um, organization in order for our civilizations to grow. Yeah. So if you guys have read, there's a really great book called Sapiens, and it brings this up, is... The, over 150 people, we don't trust each other. There's not enough to keep us 
trusting each other. Mm. We need a government. Like if I say I'm from America and you say you're from America. I mean, like there's obviously things that happen here, but we know each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. If I'm Christian. You're Christian. You need we to, know each other. We need um, something. Yeah. You were saying before, something, something bigger. Yeah. Something bigger to com- to create community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it needed to happen in order to get us closer together to even get to an Aquarian age of community. So these larger constructs were built on morality, even though they obviously turned out to be pretty immoral. Mm-hmm. Um, the teachings themselves were supposed to be for morality. So right. it's, that, that's that Piscean, am I just supposed to believe you? Mm-hmm. You know, or am I just supposed to believe? And uh, most of it was you, even if you didn't believe you were going to get you know, hurt in some way right. if you didn't believe a certain thing. But even Christianity didn't even take hold until like 321 AD. Yeah. You know, so it took yeah. a long time for Christianity more to years? take hold. Dang, yeah. Yeah, wow. well, the entire Bible was written after Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's not a single thing that's in there that's that's Jesus was alive for. It's so interesting. It's all very... We're going to need a part two. I know. Yeah. Well, because I'm interested, and this is this doesn't have to be on the record so much because more- I don't want to like... Um, I don't because we're speaking about religion. I wouldn't want to polarize anybody or polarize you. But sure. like in terms of your your um, gifts, where would where do you see yourself like in terms of of this earth? Uh, do you know what I'm oh, saying? So, yes, I was yeah. actually thinking about that this morning. That's so <laughs> you, you knew. Know, I'm seen. I'm seen. <laughs> I'm seen. I, um, that's actually very, very difficult to, uh, say in words Yeah, because it doesn't really, I don't really see any definition that I could point to that would describe how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very, uh, rebellious. So it's very hard for me to stay with say a religious idea. Yes. Um, but I'm also in need of structure because things have to materialize, right? So being psychic, you have to learn how to turn it off and turn it on, but also needing freedom is a whole other uh, aspect to it because mm-hmm. psychic is you want to pull people in and you want to heal and you want to like be a part of, you know, and I I don't know why, but I'm just like, I want to leave. Like, I mm-hmm. like, always leave. So I realized this morning, I was like, man, I must like really just be very aware of a spiritual life that's not from here that's not here you know because that's just it doesn't work well here i happen to have a gift or an ability that everybody has but like i'm drawn to it too Mm -hmm. like i want to develop it as well Mm -hmm. that i mean in in technical terms totally could make money but in in what i consider integrity is very difficult to make money because how do you just how do you decide or determine what somebody needs Mm -hmm. you know um how do I turn someone away just because of X, Y, you know? Right. So that's, it's, it's sort of just like this constant stream of like feeling completely out of sync with time. I don't really understand time very well. Uh-huh. Um, but also I have to appreciate the earth because it's the only way I can feel comfortable here. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that I can feel alive here yeah. and that's the only way anyone can and that's actually to what you were talking about where you had emailed me with um the idea of culture if you really want like a, a routine or something to really make you feel like you're spiritually connected i'm not kidding self-care mm. it's self-care if you and one way you can do that is look at the things that your culture used in order to take care of themselves mm. what oils do they use 
What were they, what, what oils did they use in their hair? Mm -hmm. What did they like? What was their, did they have tattoos? Where did they have um, uh, earrings? Where did they have, where can you connect right. to, to the vibration of yourself that is earthbound? Yeah. And that's the problem is that we're all trying to get out of our bodies. Meditation doesn't even get you out of your body. Meditation gets, puts you in your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can really balance what your experience is internally and the earth is always to go to the earth. You yeah. always have to go to the earth. You, uh, when you eat, it, um, your digestion, digestive system puts your body on eight hertz, which is the same as the earth. So when you don't eat, you're usually like, you know, really fluttering all that. Right. The second you eat, even if you have like a protein bar. It's true. It starts to slow you down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all the ways that you can actually feel more with the earth. Yes. Um, and that's the way you can stay calm. So when we're like talking about astrology and how people think, oh, it's just, or gods or archetypes or whatever, it's like, oh, that's just how people describe these huge events first of all tornadoes are just as tragic so i mean like and that deserves a god i don't care <laughs> <laughs> not, like not believing in the god does not make tornadoes any less frightening. yeah so if you believe in something in order to make things less frightening that's okay that's mm -hmm. not primitive yeah. that's not ridiculous it's a connection you know yes. but then on top of that it's saying that the awe that's around you like when you just look at a tree moving Mm -hmm. in the wind when you see the moon when you see the stars and you feel when you go to the ocean and no mm -hmm. one's there let's say you go to the ocean in the middle of the night the ocean's you just incredible. hear oh girl yeah. just hearing it mm -hmm. and you're just like what the fuck it. is that yeah like, oh that's the ocean smelling it you can start yeah. smelling it when you're getting mm -hmm. closer mm -hmm. you know it really gives you that um that comfort of being small yeah and that's what we really i think push against is the idea that we are so small and that yeah. we really don't have any kind of impact we're just this cork floating out on the ocean you know mm -hmm. and, and and wherever we go it doesn't matter and life is meaningless mm -hmm. and what if i told you yeah that's true <laughs> like i mean it's true yeah. what is meaningful yeah what does that even mean and once you get it is it mean as meaningful as when you were idolizing it or idealizing it mm-hmm the real question is, is how well can you live in balance with the harmony around you that doesn't even need you? The earth doesn't need us. Wow. We could all die and actually everything would go much more back to a, a balanced place. So if we don't find that reverence and that balance, we're actually jipping ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're not giving us the, the beauty and the the senses, like, right, the five physical senses yeah. of being able to eat beautiful food, smelling beautiful fragrances, hugging someone, touching someone. You know, like, these are the things that we were missing in the pandemic was that physical touch, and that's the yeah. earth. Uh, we are the earth. Yeah. This, is, this is the earth, you know? Yeah. So the more we're able to connect to that, which is what, which is originally what happened before we became monotheistic. When we were polytheistic, we realized that everything was animated by spirit, by a spirit, because it's alive. It's just animated, mm -hmm. right? It's just floating around doing something. So right. therefore there's something in it. It's not, uh, it's not static. Right. And also they recognized fate mm. and they believed that the gods were not fate, that the gods were um, these larger forces than us, but the gods had to even contend to fate. So magic could actually be real because the gods could do magic. You could do magic because fate was the thing that, that had all end all be all. Right. So then when it got to monotheism for you to do any kind of magic or believe in anything that was bigger or, or more so than God itself, 
you were saying that God did not have all of the fate or all of the questions answered. Mm -hmm. And so therefore you're going around God or you're going past God and you are uh, then creating a sin or creating some kind of um, up upheaval mm -hmm. because God then became fate. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't like a buffer anymore. Mm -hmm. So now the only way really to get that back is by recognizing that God is in everything that doesn't need you, mm -hmm. right? If it doesn't need you, then Jeez. you get to just enjoy it. Wow. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even high yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, second session. Good. Have a little smoke <laughs> and let's see what comes out of you. Part two. 18 plus. <laughs> yeah. Live. Oh, no, I, just feel like this is, I feel like I had a, such a spiritual. I've most, always felt very spiritual, and I've always I, okay felt like I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I ever. It's well, about you. Well, maybe, but also, well, also because I grew up in a really crazy religion that, like, I'm just now kind of coming to terms yeah, with yeah. was like fucked right. up, and so I just turned away from it because it's like once you. Like, do I do it or I'll say it? Like, I grew up in what now I know was a cult, you know? And, yeah. like, when I do, like, research into it, it just got sucked up into the evangelical church. But, like, the truth is oh. that that was a fucking cult, you know? Yeah. And so a friend of mine was just like, do you know the people that I know who came to, uh, who were in cults and came to the other side, um, it's very difficult for them to see God as the rest of us do because everything that you knew was, like, destroyed in one day do you know so in that yes. sense like it's been very yeah. like i've had a very difficult time like believing in like this god that everybody's yes. talking about and i'm sure anything like, surrounding spirituality yeah, in exactly. general yeah. that's not some shit girl like that's some crazy <laughs> shit you know what i mean <laughs> imagine there was a goat involved in some you know part I mean? of your life <laughs> exactly so it's like so yeah, it's been very difficult for me to like find true like just to, just to know what it is what it means to me. I suppose you know, and right. I don't talk about it because I respect, I understand enough people. Look, I've been through it, so I understand what it is yeah. to have so much faith that you can't say anything to anybody else. Nor do I ever want to disrespect anybody else. So that's why nobody knows this about me. I want to keep it a right. secret until totally. today. Now the internet knows. But <laughs> <laughs> this on blast now. Everybody. Exactly. But emails coming in. Right. So like, so this is very interesting to speak about on a different, in a different level, in a different yeah. terms. In a really interesting way, yeah. So you really yeah, touched I hope something it, with me today. I hope it lets you kind of have your own, uh, or, or at least your the beginning of your own concept of what it means, because it doesn't matter. Like, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't All matter. But... Is that you are compassionate and you love. Period. Yes. I don't care how else you do that, and you know, it's everything. Nothing is determined in a way that that is perfect in all ways. It's just not, except on a larger level that we won't ever see. Yeah. Because we don't have a long enough life to see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. Time. What the fuck is time? Time. Yeah. How many people? Is fucked people up. Right. How many people <laughs> fought to see um, a black president and they died days before Obama was put in yeah, office? Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like how many people? Like, you can't. I was watching about the pandemic uh, over in London. There's a woman who's been terminally ill for the past two years, and this was the first Christmas that she was going to be able to be with people. And the lockdown happened, and she was like, "People are telling me, you know." 
we'll have a Christmas in summer. And she was like, I don't, I do not think I'm going to be here. Yeah. And it's like, they, this shit does happen. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way around that. And, mm-hmm. and no one is ever, not no one, but no human being should ever be asked to fully surrender into the love of a situation when it's that hard, mm. you know, because you're, we're human. We are, we have many vibrations. We have many different experiences, but the point is, is to feel as you feel when you feel it mm. so that you can address that. It's not about necessarily addressing the larger issue of God. Mm. It's about addressing the issue of whatever is happening in the moment. And the unfortunate thing is, is surrendering to that, whatever the mm. outcome may be, which yeah. is God. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Right. Like, yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So why not choose to think the thing that is not necessarily religious in form, but in, in uh, say, positive for you, you know, mm, like good for yeah. you, good for your soul, good for the things that you need, you know, like it, it could be in anything. But our problem is, is that we're continuously focused on getting things. Yeah. And those things do not necessarily, well, they never are who we are. They're examples or displays of who we are, projections of who we are, or, you know, accumulation of things, but they aren't who we are. You know, so the yeah. more you can get okay with that, the more flexible you, you can be with that, the easier it is to deal with the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. you know, and the people who kind of try to hold on really, really tight and keep everything the same have the, like, not even the worst luck, but it's just like the most unfulfilled lives Yeah, because yeah. it's so much more about, you know, what they're impacting rather than being impacted. Mm. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Shit. Dude, I'm. So, I just like really appreciate that this conversation has happened. So but I say like you're. I feel like you're saying the things that like client will a client will tell me like their therapist said. Yeah, like you know my therapist said this thing the other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. It's like it's like therapy on a different. It's like a different level of understanding or knowledge, maybe. Yeah. Well, and you said at the beginning you did the work. You were like, I b- before I could give yes. this to other people, you, you're like, yeah. I had to do the work. You're understanding humans <laughs> on a whole other level. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. So. These are these are definitely not just things oh I've read. So right. Oh, I didn't even re- girl. It's been two hours. I didn't even realize how long we've been talking. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And it's not actually oh. a problem, other than we I have another like, interview after. <laughs> Oh, my God. This was clearly awesome. Otherwise, I would just so keep good. going because I, know. I so live good. for this show. Okay. You oh, are yes, so. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so like, you're so incredible. Really here, but I live for this shit. Yes. <laughs> I have to book a reading with you. No, we have to. Yes. yes yeah. We got to do. We got to do. I don't know. We got to figure out some other way to have you back on and do yeah. another, yes. another one of these. Well, this is really awesome. I'm doing my first YouTube on um, this. I'm releasing them this Sunday. So I'll text cool. you guys yours and you guys tell me what you think. Please yes, do. Please. Yeah. Yes. If you enjoy them, please uh, pass them around because it's not, I mean, I'm just not, I'm not as interested. I mean, I definitely want to obviously accumulate, you know, clients and things like that. But I'm super, I really just want to make people feel connected and yeah. good in their yeah. week, you know, and like, yeah. and not necessarily overwhelmed with anxiety and just like, here's just some things to think about or here's some things that, that, you know, could happen. That, that would be know, helpful for me. <laughs> overwhelmed with anxiety sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to be doing pick a card stuff, which you get to participate in. I'll have like four piles. You get to intuitively pick which one. And then based on what, like I, I'm doing love and romance, 
career, like things like that. So that way it, it, it's like kind of both of us together. Yeah. It's not just me telling you the Zodiac. I love it's it. And uh, yes. Wait, sorry, I'm just laughing to myself because I'm thinking I read um, Susan Miller's monthly um, oh, horoscope. That's so long though. So damn long. So, and I have oh, a short God. attention span. So I usually like read half and then read the other half later in the week. Um, <laughs> so but I, I was laughing to myself the last time I read it because Whenever she talks about anything romance and love, I'm like, and skip, 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 because I'm married. And I'm just like, our marriage is fine. I don't need to know anything about that. Don't, don't, don't. don't As opposed don't. to when I was single and I was like, romance and love. What is she going to say? Exactly. Skip, skip, skip. That's why it's so cool to have it on like YouTube. Because sometimes it's like, you just need like a little message. Like you yeah. don't need. You'll I just need something to get me through the week exactly. <laughs> without like hating my and life. It's also like, I mean, to be fair, it's also my Aries moon of like, okay, what do I need? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this makes and me I'm feel like, good. I want a, a good reading. I don't need to be talking to somebody about, you know, they knew somebody for a week and then X, Y, Z. It's like, just watch, just watch Vimeo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or even then, it's like, I can, I can send you that video. I don't yeah. necessarily know if I want to talk to you about yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So real quick for the listeners, will you tell them where they can find you and where they can, Ooh, yeah. they can support you? Yes, um, the Aquarian on Instagram, but it's spelled with an E, not an I. So um, it was for the Aquarian era. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because okay. I'm not an Aquarian. I'm a Libra. I see. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I know. Shit, That's the reveal at the end. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, guys. You thought I was an Aquarian the whole time. <laughs> I did. Um, but, um, no, the Aquarian with an E, and um, it's at the Aquarian. All social media is at the Aquarian. I do it on Clubhouse, too, so if you guys are on Clubhouse. We're, we're not, not on we ne- there we yet. We never got an invitation. I, so I did get an invitation. Did. Oh, you did? Nobody yeah, invited Callie. me. Well, I will be inviting you. Oh, well, thanks, girl. <laughs> hey guys oh hey hope you enjoyed that chat beyond a chat that was a very long conversation with vanessa um i don't know about you i okay i have to imagine that you guys listening to this you're like i need to book a reading with her because i know i do yes like truly the few things she said about me as a pisces yes creeped me the fuck out. Yes. It was so cool because you and I... Had, in a good way. Well, we became fast friends in an interesting way, like in that we learned... We've known each other very well in a short time because we work together and then we do the podcast together. So we yeah. know a lot about each other's personalities. Yeah. And for both of us, I think we we're yeah. just looking at each other like, bitch, she just read you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really, kind of crazy. And that's yes. without her knowing any other details. Yeah. So totally. I just imagine like... I feel like it would be very emotional, actually. Yes, yes, I don't know yes. if I'm ready for that. Well, and but. I was honest, and I was like, girl, I don't want to know. Because she, <laughs> yeah. like, she was right. She's, She's like, like yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're happy, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. But no, I guess that's true, right? Yes. Like, why? Yeah. But just in, in that little bit of speaking with her and having her just teach us was so eye-opening and... She made very a lot of very good points, even like about religion. Just she knows a lot. Okay, I love when someone 
is knowledgeable on a topic, but they know kind of everything surrounding it. Yes. The way that like we know skin, but we can go deep into the scientific facts about it. Yes, yes. That's kind of how she is. She's, yeah, an expert in the universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really important thing. I just know that if I were going to get a reading from someone, I would yes. want it to be someone who's so, their knowledge is so in-depth like yes. that. Yes, and so impassioned. Oh my God, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, that was awesome. It really opened my mind to the universe as being such a greater, so vast. So beyond. So yeah. beyond. So, so beyond vast. what you can yes. comprehend. Yes. And it, it did make me feel more comfortable. Like, usually, whenever I think about how small I am, it makes me feel as a true Aries, Aries, right? As a true Aries. Aries. I didn't like it because it made me feel like small and insignificant, but this mm. made me feel small and insignificant in a really comforting way. Totally. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like we all have our place, we all belong. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me. I mean, not really at all. But did you ever watch that show Ghost Whisperer with Jennifer? Love <laughs> Jennifer Hewitt? Love Hewitt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched it when it was on, but I guess it was on Hulu. Maybe it still is. And like maybe five or six years ago, I got really into it, and she was a medium. Okay. Um. Anyway, I just had to throw that out there. Oh. Any of you watch that show? <laughs> <laughs> She's not nearly as cool as Vanessa say, is. She, yes, how was the, But uh, I was just thinking that. Yeah, oh God. Because I don't know, when you do think of like a psychic medium, you have a very, I feel like you kind of have this idea of who that is, like an older woman. Yes, totally. Who, you know? You're right, yeah. An older, wiser woman who's seen some things. And that was the other thing with Vanessa that was so incredible was just, you know, it's... We're, we're a generation talking about therapy for sure, but mm -hmm. doing the work is not easy, as we said. Mm -hmm. And I meant that when I said I was in awe of her because it's a privilege to look at yourself and see that you're fucked up and be like, well, I'll just deal with that when I can deal with that. But for somebody to have to deal with all of their inner demons, that you just to be able to have a, a relationship with a person it's true. is just so... Um, Wow, it was just really profound. It was just very profound, and it says a lot about just, like, humanity, I think, or just, I don't know. Yeah. We're all here, dude, living these weird, different fucking lives fucking in this plane, weird. and it is a bananas. I'm probably going to so not sleep tonight weird. thinking about all this. I know, it's too much. It's so, it's too much for the mind, and it's like, dude, it's nuts. I, I like to say, like, this is why they never wanted us to learn how to read, because once you can fucking start reading about this shit and learning... It's so vast. Knowledge is incredible, but That's also so just true. having different ways of of seeing the world and seeing how other people see the world and walk through this earth is really fucking dope. It's true. Yeah. Um, if you want to find Vanessa, you can find her on Instagram, um, the Aquarian, spelled A Q U A R E A N. And she has a little link tree on there, so you can click on there and learn more about her and what she offers. Yeah. And you can check out her um, YouTube channel also. Mm -hmm. You can grab a reading. And yeah, yeah and write she has some us fun also. stuff rolling out. Have but yeah, if you have questions for her for next time she comes on, yeah, please. Yeah, for sure. Send us those questions. Yeah, truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. You know yeah. where to find us. Also, like, I want to know more. Are there more? I mean, I know that there's more people like her that are out there. And so if you have anything that you want to send us, I don't know what kind of, like, story, tale. I don't know that this falls into, like, I didn't know then when I'm older now. Maybe Right, it does, maybe. Like, yeah, I'd like to know more about you out there and if this resonated with you in any one way or another or Same. how so or like what yeah i just like to hear from you guys that we love so much out there in la la yeah. so let us know what did you think and yeah i don't know what else we have to say yeah 
Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Yeah. Also at our beauty studio, True Beauty Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And um, also rate and review us, Pauline. Yes, rate nice reviews, subscribe. nice ratings. Send us your stories. All of it. I'm kind of bummed. I had it and I didn't know them before now for this too, but I feel like we've lost. It's fine. We have so many more episodes. That's true. Yeah, you guys are going to have to hear about it next time. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.